guys had to explain to me what how a podcast actually works. Like, I've, yeah. I've got no idea. Like, people have said, yeah, man, do a podcast. And I'm like, yeah. Well, no right and wrong. There's lots of ways to do it. Basically, we're going to record like 45-ish minutes and Chris will cut it down to like 15. Oh, wow. Cool. Yeah. So... Oh, cool. Bound to I'm say like, something. Bound to say something. <laughs> something. <laughs> interesting. Well done, Ross and Chris. Got number one on the Apple charts, the category of uh, good for your soul. Whoa. Uh, which hole? <laughs> soul, <laughs> soul. Soul. Good for your hole. Oh. Whoa. <laughs> All right. Welcome to the Cranker Comedy Podcast. Welcome to the Cranker Comedy Podcast. Cranker Comedy Podcast. That was so, the best Kenny Everett moment ever, that was. Deb. Hi. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So let's talk a b- bit about comedy then. So Deb, you are kind of a regular at Cranker Comedy over the years. You perform barefoot. I have no idea why. Which is a bit of... <laughs> Which is a bit of a liability on the cranker stage. Let's face oh, it. There's God, like yeah. smashed glass, and like, has that ever like given you any trouble, like with the barefoot performance? No, no, but not at, not at the cranker. I remember once I did a a show in in Victoria, and it was that bad. I was actually sticking to the floor, um, and <laughs> I, I actually it was so horrible. Um, did you put them on mid spot? Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah, wow. I can't bear this anymore. <laughs> wow. But, yeah, no, I don't know why, how, how it started. I think I just felt everyone goes, oh, so do you feel connected with the earth? And, you know, it's like, no, I just, I'm just a slob and I just like to feel, feel comfortable. Do you have a superstition, Wendy, like before you perform or like something that you like to do? Why are you thinking? One time um, I went to a gig and I had um, earplugs in. I was listening to an iPod. I was listening to, to music that I wanted to listen to, but then I got there and I had a pretty average spot. And then after that, I never listened to an iPod again before a gig because I felt that it was removing me from the rest of the group. Do you know what I mean? I, I wanted to sort of connect with the group rather than remove myself. So I never, ever did that again. And I've performed well ever yeah. since. No, <laughs> do, you, do you have anything, Wendy, that you um, do? I don't have a superstition, but whenever I do a gig... I need to leave my house like an hour at least and be in the city or wherever the gig is at least an hour before it starts and maybe it's just having a kid's thing because I see Deb also nodding her head. So you need to remove yourself from the situation in order to be able to think clearly. Otherwise that part of your brain that's going protect the child won't turn off. I don't know about you guys but do you find – before a gig, like I'll, if I've got a, um, a cranker gig, I'll try and organise so I can have a, a nine to five shift and I will stay somewhere and have a coffee until the show begins just so I can kind of get into a, a zone. But um, but I also love being around other comedians as well. Like I think I've, I've caught up with you, Ross, and we were flying and, and that was really good just to hear other people's banter and their, um, you know, their back and forth and they're taking the piss out of each other. It's actually quite energising. Because um, after a shift at, at work, I'm just like, I don't know if it's being 43 or not, but I'm just like, oh, God, I don't think I can handle conversation. But being around people where it's actually, you know, a bit of piss taking and a bit of fun instead of sad stuff, it's actually quite nice to be around, you know, something that you enjoy so much. Like, you know, uh, I was 
an overweight kid that was really had no, no self-confidence. So being able to make people laugh, even if it was just being silly and making a dick of myself, it was really, you know, quite therapeutic. You know, you really got to admire people just for the bravery of doing that, I think. For real. Yeah, I think you raised some good points there. Like that head switch, so being able to go from work mode, say, to comedy mode and how how long that takes and what your process is and what different people do, like what like warm-ups they might do to sort of get them in the right mode for performing. But I just I thought when you said we've hung out a bit, do you remember that time? We hung out and we went to this club. I don't know if we should mention the name, so maybe bleep I'll it. Bleep no, it out. that's right, bleep <laughs> it. I think people from Adelaide might work out which club it is, but there were stairs and Correct me if I'm wrong, but my recollection was is we're coming down the stairs and some drunk guy is doing one of those, like he's trying to slide down the um, the rail of the stairs and he's drunk, obviously, and he slipped and he fell and he gripped. He grabbed me. He gripped Deb's arm like for life. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like it I'm going to die. It was a legitimate like <laughs> grabbing for life. And, you know, it left a bruise on you, didn't it? Like it was a fairly like, and this guy dropped a few like (sighs) metres. It was full on. (laughs) And it could have been real bad, but he was fine. Like he just got up and walked it off and we just looked at each other and we were like, did that actually just happen? Like, And we just went and got more drunk. (laughs) It was freaky, wasn't it? Because, I mean, you know, you go out and it's like when a fight starts and that. No one likes to sit. Well, I don't know if you guys are into, but um, people People nearly die. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I don't like that either. And those stairs are (laughs) yeah, <laughs> those, those stairs are not fun. They're brutal as hell. I'm looking at it going. He's. I think I said that to you. He's lucky his skull wasn't like all over those stairs. Like you know. so. Basically, that night you saved a man's life. Didn't you? <laughs> I, I'm a god. Were you kind of? You're fall like down Wonder the Woman. I'm a tough chick. Yeah, yeah that's nice. <laughs> I had a story about that club as well. Oh please! Like yes. you know how they had massage chairs in the corners, and I was there with my friend Anna. Oh, there was like this attractive blonde lady in the in the chair. It wasn't Wendy. It's me. <laughs> <laughs> Getting a massage. And, I am, and I'm like, Whoa. and then my friend Anna whispers in my ear. She's like, Ross, that's a man. And it just totally fooled me. Wow. I was very confused. That's really funny that you brought that up because I was actually thinking about that yeah. the other day. And us going to comedy camp. That's right. Because I, I, that's when I, the very first year I started. Yeah, um, my son was born like seven months later, unbeknownst to me at the time. He was oh, oh wow, this is speckle. He he attended the camp. He attended the camp for free. Uh, for free, like that's the issue. <laughs> I had a dating fail story that I'd like to share with you guys. Oh. Might inspire you. Um, Which one? <laughs> I went to this Thai restaurant on um, Rundle Street. And I was there with this lovely woman and I needed to go. It was halfway through the main and I was kind of busting for the toilet, right? And the whole time I'm thinking this is taking longer than a number one, right? So, therefore, I've got to say something extra witty when I get back to the table, right? Otherwise, you know. Extra witty for your shitty. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. So, this is what I came up with. So, when I came back, I go to where... um, Oh, I'm surprised you're still here, right? <laughs> right? <laughs> Which in my head was kind no, of funny, right? No. 
yeah. <laughs> right? No, yeah, I thought yeah, it was good. funny, right? And then, you know, with it, you know, it goes fine. Like, and then, and then, and then not long after that, I'm like, what do you give this day out of 10? Right. I actually, and she goes, oh, about a seven. Right. And I'm like, oh, that's, that's okay. Like, seven's okay. Nothing happened. Didn't see her for like a year. And then she's at the cranker, right? Playing pool at the cranker. And I go up to her, I'm like, with Eddie Bannon. <laughs> <laughs> Eddie Bannon, shout out. Eddie Bannon is a local South Australian Irish comedian. How would I know him? He's a god. Eddie Bannon, if you like Father Ted, which is a um he, he has a no, cameo. I hate that show. Really? Yep. No, it's Firstly, like Father show, Father yeah. Ted is a really funny, funny show. Um, how would you know him? He's on ABC Radio. He's bald. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I know him, yeah. <laughs> no, and I go up to her, I'm like, hey, uh, what happened? Like, why didn't we ever do a second day? And she's like, do you really want to know? And I'm like, yeah, like, I want to know. She's like, it's because of the thing that you said when you came back to the table. I'm surprised you're still here. She's like, I started thinking to myself, why am I still here? <laughs> I could be doing something else. <laughs> Can you believe that? That's, That's great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I reckon you should have just owned it. You should have been come back to the table. Oh, took a fat. <laughs> like, sorry, I had to poo. <laughs> That's worse. Can I can I ask a question? Yeah, to ask the us a question. Yeah. Okay. Has anyone got a grandparent that totally embarrasses them? So my nana would always seem to like totally screw up any chance I had with succeeding with these with with this with these dudes. So block. Yes, majorly. Nana block. Nana block. <laughs> Block. <laughs> Nana banana block. <laughs> she used to turn around and say things like, okay, oh, yes, he's very nice. Have you had sex yet? Like, and always right in front of my parents. But, like, have you guys ever heard anything like that? My Nana Ruby, uh, she's passed now. She was um, a very eccentric person. I remember when I was younger, my weight used to fluctuate a lot. Um, and I've gotten over that now. I no longer fluctuate. I've just stayed fat. Um, <laughs> but I remember as I think I was like 15 and I remember my Nana coming up to me and going, oh, thank God you lost the weight, love, before you looked like a f***ing blimp. <laughs> oh, oh, what? Is that a license to do bad Scottish accents <laughs> now? Okay. To be fair, like. To be fair. To be fair. To be fair. To be fair. Shut up. Guys, let's get serious, all right? Yeah, it's all, you know, fun and games. It's a comedy <laughs> podcast. It? It's a comedy podcast. I want to know why is it important to make people laugh? Because a lot of people think comedians are selfish and arrogant and all this, but I think a really good comedian wants to make people laugh and they enjoy making strangers laugh. If it's all about you, that's not going to work long term, I don't think. It's going to be good for a little bit if you're doing well, but then long term probably not good. Chris, you've been to a lot of comedy shows. Why, why do you think comedy is important? Uh, I did it for multiple reasons. I mean, I, I went because I could hang out with people that I already knew and I could like socialize with my f existing friends. But then I also made friends going to the shows regularly enough. So uh, it was like a social thing. Yeah, connection. But I mean, some people probably go to Cranker and be like, uh, you know, it really changes their whole like, their, it changes their day if they had a really terrible day. And, you know, like I've never been to a bad show so can i ask a question of, of this is just 
Um, so you guys obviously met through comedy or did you know each other before or? The first comedy show I ever went to, I met Wendy. Oh, are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, wow. yeah, I crank her, yeah. Score. <laughs> so it brings everyone in. Boys <laughs> in one, yeah. So, uh, sorry, I just, I, I just yeah. so we wouldn't be married if it weren't for Ross, basically, because oh. we met at Cranker Comedy. So indirect credit, I'm taking yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, if that <laughs> he was busy met, on the wedding day, if yeah. met, <laughs> we don't talk about that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, come on. Oh, he yeah. had a show. Um, <laughs> final thoughts. What are, you, what are you missing the most of not having the shows? You know, when I, whenever I speak to, you know, to, to Wendy and, and, you know, and people I haven't seen in a long time, it's so nice to hear what they've been up to and what about their shows, how they, you know, it's all, I always follow everyone to see how, you know, they're doing lots of gigs and all that sort of thing. So it's kind of, it takes away that element of, of, of conversation that obviously we all have a, a passion for, um, you know, and it's nice to celebrate your friends, see your friends up there and, you know, shining and, and enjoying themselves. So, yeah, I miss that part. My final thought is, I'm surprised you guys are still here. <laughs> what, in our own house? <laughs> Can I do oh, a final is. thought? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got a fi- final thought. Um, I know that it's a wild world, but it's hard to get by just upon a smile. Isn't there a girl at Is the that Shakespeare? Is that Cat Stevens? Deb Bland, thank you. I heard it on the radio. Did you have Did you have fun, Deb? I did, thank you. Yeah? Was my voice. I, I, do I, sound, I do sound like I'm... Um, a Deb Bland. <laughs> okay, it's Deb. Did you have fun? She's come all the way to from her house. come a long way. God. <laughs> she's come from her house and she's doing the things with us. Can you imagine Stop. if we just kept recording? Like, we just well, kept recording. <laughs> no, but like for like hours. <laughs> like hours it would just turn to drivel. Like. It's a problem. Come on, like Yikes. All right. I think, I think that's it. I think that's it. Yeah, that's it, Chris. Thanks, Ross. Thanks, Chris. Thank you. Thanks, Wendy. Thanks, Wendy. Thank you. Thanks, Deb. Thanks, Deb. Thanks, Ross. Thanks, Thanks, Ross. Thank you, Ross. Thanks, Chris. Thanks, Wendy. Thanks, Deb. Thanks, Paper. Why not me? For such cracking comedy. Cranking comedy podcast. We. We're looking forward to cranking comedy starting again. Ross. Yeah. Come on, do the cranker. What? He can't. I don't know. It's illegal. Can you end Corona, please? Just fix it. (laughs)